game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Yeah, that's right. Wolverines Weekly is back for the spring sports season. I'm your host, CJ Baumgartner. Just ignore that snow on the ground. We have a lot of spring sports to talk about with our coaches. But first, Wadena Deer Creek Athletic Director Norm Gallant joins the program when we come back next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball. Booyah. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant. And, you know, Norm, we were talking off air here. When we were planning to do this interview, it was 70 degrees and the sun was out and things were looking great. And we were all excited to uh, do a coach's show again. And now all of a sudden there's like six inches of snow on the ground. So uh, other than that, how are you doing? I'm great. Um yeah, you're right. It just uh, we had kind of a fool spring there, where we had two days or three days of just beautiful weather, and it got rid of all the snow, and somehow the frost all came out, and we we're thinking we were ready to go, and now we're uh, kind of on pause again. You know, shame on us for thinking that by mid-April that we should be able to play baseball, huh? Right. It's you know, it's one of those things. I've been doing this long enough where we get a. You know, I used to figure this was about a once every three year thing. Now this is two years in a row. Um, it seems to me just from as much time as I spend hunting and fishing and stuff, it seems like our winters now are starting later and, and going later. So, uh, this is unfortunately kind of becoming the norm. And, um, you know, I used to kind of figure on April 10th would kind of be the first day, uh, that was realistic. Maybe you'd get something in, maybe you wouldn't, but boy, the last couple of years, I think it was, uh, April 28th last year we maybe got a game in on April 19th I think we went to Piers but then we got this again so I, I guess I just don't worry about what I can't control and we'll just be playing a lot when it finally gets nice. Exactly and you know there's even uh, a couple of games that you had scheduled down in Stewartville for baseball uh, just kind of talk about uh, what it's like for you on the AD's end of things you know trying to go out of the box and get creative a little bit trying to find these other environments for for kids to play in. Yeah I, I think that's that was really kind of a neat deal that kind of came up. Um, uh, Kyle Dykoff uh, just was talking to a, a guy that you know Kyle does taxes and uh, Wadena Deer Creek uh, graduate or Wadena graduate from 1979 I believe Dan Simmons was his name and he takes care of the fields and uh, just happened to look and we had a foot of snow still so we got that to work out and yeah it's a lot of uh, calling and and things like that and there's getting to be enough turf fields now where uh, they can get those cleaned off and maybe get on them a few weeks ahead of time. So uh, it's just kind of making connections and, and having good relationships with people and, and then just trying to make it work and trying to make it so it uh, makes sense financially. And then, of course, finding officials. And you're going to see a lot of that this spring. I think you're going to see a lot of times where we might play, uh, for instance, uh, I don't remember the date exactly, but right now we've got a deal planned where we're going to play Swanville in softball and then right after us, Bertha's going to play Swanville. And the reason we're going to do that is because uh, we've got officials already lined up. We don't have to find another set, and we can make things work. There is really a, a shortage of baseball and softball umpires. If uh, 
if people are interested in baseball and softball, that is really a, a need that we have uh, to get certified in that. And it's it's pretty good money. I think uh, typically for a uh, doubleheader, I pay right around $200, and that's kind of the going rate. Um, so, you know, you work three, four hours for a couple hundred bucks, and, uh, you know, you get to be around kids and, and the game that you love. Yeah, exactly, and that need, and especially, like you said, in, in this time now where everything's just so hard to get in and everybody needs one for all these uh, games and stuff like that. But just, uh, you know, with uh, venturing into, we talked a little bit of baseball and the the team that they had last year was great. They went to a state tournament. Uh, Just kind of what's the, from the AD's perspective, we'll kind of run down the line here with the sports. We'll start with baseball. Uh, They're 4-0 to start the season, so that's a plus, and we'll kind of wait to have them get back out on the field. But uh, another, looks to be another good spring, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, something Kyle has really done a great job of, and and all of his coaching staff right into the summer is developing pitching. And I think that's definitely going to be the strength of our team. And, um, you know, uh, with the pitch count and things like that, Coaches either have to adapt or you're not going to be very good. And uh, we figure we've got uh, six, seven arms that we can throw out there. And especially this spring where we might play five, maybe six games a week, um, if we can throw out five or six really quality pitchers, uh, a lot of the teams around, we get past two or three, and and they're throwing a guy from second base that's maybe never thrown before. So we feel like... uh, that's a big advantage for us, and really kudos to our our team and our kids for for taking that challenge and and developing some arms. And now looking into softball, got a new head coach this year. For those who are listening for the first time, just want to tell us a little bit about her and kind of uh, what this program is going to look like this year. Yeah, you know, I, I think Tracy Jack did an awesome job of uh, kind of getting softball back and getting a lot of kids involved. She did a great, great job in the summertime. Uh, so we feel like we've got some some really good kids coming, and we've got a really nice group up on that varsity right now. Uh, so Brooke Umlin took over, and, and Brooke is a, a Wadena native, and and a Wadena Deer Creek graduate, and uh, just same thing. She's going to spend a lot of time in the summer, and uh, really a positive person. The kids really enjoy being around her, so I expect that program to kind of take off. We're off to, I, I guess you'd say, a slow start. We we lost a doubleheader to um, uh, Berth Hewitt Verndale to start a couple of actually really good games, and then uh, split with Parker's Prairie. So we're we're off to a one and three start in the in the really tough Park region, and um, but I, I expect uh, just to get better. We've got a lot of young kids on the varsity right now that uh, that can really hit the ball. So uh, excited to see where that program goes. And a first-year head coach in Umland, and there, there's a lot of things that go into being a first-year head coach, and a lot of things that you kind of have to navigate and maneuver, and some kind of growing pains with that maybe is the the best way to phrase it. But uh, how helpful is it to be, like you said, a Wadena native, Wadena Deer Creek grad from this community, from the school? How much of that credibility does that kind of help by? And how great is it for you as an AD to have somebody from this area in place who really cares about uh, the school and the community and the kids? Yeah, you know, you're exactly right. And I, I think uh, one of the strengths that we've been able to do um, not all Wadena Deer Creek natives, but but we've been able to hire uh, young folks that want to be in this area and want to stay. And continuity is really the key. So um, getting a, a brook in like 
like we've got Kyle Petermeyer and Kevin Thunberg and Jordan Cressup, uh, guys, Kyle Dykoff, guys that want to be in this community, men and women that want to be in this community, want to raise a family here and really care about it. And, uh, you know, I can look back to Brooke. Uh, I've got a senior daughter right now, and, and Brooke was coaching her in, in T-ball as a, a student just coming out of high school and coached a lot of the summer. So the girls know her. The girls are excited to play for her, and uh, she's a person that's really going to give her heart and soul just like Tracy did, and uh, she'll want to be here and, and want to want to keep this thing moving forward and you have that in your community and you can look around the area and uh, schools that have that situation have really really done well uh, you can look at uh, Randy Missagatis over in uh, in Henning as an example I mean born and raised in Henning and really puts a lot into the program and and raised his kids here and um, you know really has that uh, affection and and love for his community and you know we're just trying to do the same thing here and uh, you know I think we're starting to see the dividends of that. And now looking into uh, track and field for boys and girls, Mark Reynolds, head coach, he's mm-hmm. got himself an, uh, another talented group of athletes. Kind of what's the expectations like for uh, the boys and girls track and field teams? Yeah, you know, and, and Mark's another person. Uh, Mark's been here for, boy, I think right around 13 or 14 years. And, uh, you know, another person that's really given his heart and soul. And, and you've seen uh, the uh, change in our track program and our track culture. Um, this year, I think... Uh, he would say, and, and uh, observation so far is our girls are probably a little bit stronger than our boys. Uh, we expect them to compete for a conference and, and maybe even a section title. Um, our boys, it's kind of a younger squad, so uh, growing into things. But you always know that with Mark, by the end of the season, his kids are going to be performing at the best, and they're going to be put in positions where they can do some really great things. So, um, you know, I know we're going to improve, and I know that uh, the coaching staff is in place that uh, cares about kids and does the right thing so just really excited about that and now looking into probably the sport that gets the the maybe the ross <laughs> end of the of the deal in uh this winter weather is probably boys and girls golf and uh you know with uh coach woods and coach ross just what's uh what's the program like and uh just just what's the scene on uh golf yeah and uh, you know that's a program that's kind of been brought back from the from the cusp of not being a program anymore we had a a while where we didn't have any kids out and we're up to about 13 boys and 13 girls ryan elfering has come on the program as an assistant and uh, another guy that really cares about golf and uh, they've just done a great opportunity great job of offering opportunities for those kids to get better and um, you know definitely highlighted by uh, Emma Winnegar has become a just a super strong golfer even as an eighth grader on the girls side. Uh, Cole Woods uh, does a great job with the boys and, and has a chance to to do some great things at sections so uh, just a really nice group of kids and it's a great sport but yeah you're right it's just we're supposed to have a meet on Tuesday. Um, they were thinking that was going to happen and maybe even just play the front nine twice as if you go north of Wadena you can see that the Leaf River is a little high right now so the back's a little wet but uh, you know I don't know what's going to happen now with uh, six inches of wet heavy snow so we'll kind of see what happens. And you know with all these sports and and with everything just kind of getting going and we're hoping in the next couple weeks it'll be full swing Uh, but just again to be back in this uh, in this spring sports mindset there's a lot of good things that all the spring programs did last year but just how good is it to be back out again and to be thinking about the spring sports and in that mindset 
Yeah, it's it's great, and we've talked so much this year. It started with the fall. We had such a great fall, and we have such a great group of kids and, and great group of coaches. Uh, these things at a smaller school like this, uh, there's going to be ebbs and flows, and, and you know we've got some great people in charge and a great group of kids going through right now, so it's just really enjoyable. Uh, as an AD, um, I've always said people think that winter is our least favorite, and it is it is not at all. <laughs> spring is is tough you're just always moving things and changing things and it's so dependent on weather um, but I think if if one good thing came out of COVID I think we're so much more flexible and uh, for instance um, we were supposed to play in Parker's Prairie the other day well John called me and said his fields weren't ready so we just were able to to move things around and it's just I, I think we're all a lot more close-knit and ADs have always been a real close-knit group but I think we're just willing to kind of do whatever it takes to move things around and and really try to make it happen for kids and and we'll continue to do that I think next week looks uh iffy at best but uh if uh if we're supposed to play, I don't. I don't remember who we play. I can't can't keep it all straight right now. But say we're supposed to play Staples next week, I'll get a hold of Josh, and if one of us has a field, we'll find a way to make it play, make us play. And uh, that's that's just the way it'll go. And uh, it's it, it's tiresome, but it's it's great to have great people working around you. And yeah, like you said, great people. And at the end of the day, it's for the kids and to give them opportunities to play and be outside and and get to do the sports that they enjoy. And Norm, we appreciate you coming in. While we got you here, is there any uh, any other things you wanted to talk about? Any notes or anything you wanted to discuss? Um, you know, I guess just uh, I, we've had some some pretty neat things going on as far as uh, kids going at the next level. Um, Maddie Karsten signing with uh, UMC Volleyball, Lane Hafes with uh, with uh, UMC Cross Country, uh, Bjorn Brunsberg's going to run at Moorhead State next year, um, Mercedes Schultz playing softball over at CLC, MJ Lundy playing uh, uh, football out at uh, Valley City State, and we're going to have a, another signing here next week. Uh, Madeline Gallant is going to be the first ever a uh, female wrestler at a brand new program at Northland Community College in uh, Thief River Falls. So wow. uh, really a neat deal for for all of our kids and uh, really speaks to the quality of what our, our coaches and our kids are accomplishing. All right. Awesome. Awesome to hear, Norm. It's Norm Gallant, the activities director at Wadena Deer Creek. He joins us throughout the season talking with us about uh, just the overall state of the athletics program and all that great information. Norm, we appreciate having you here. And really, I hope that there's no snow, but we keep saying that every time we talk and it never happens. So we'll just have to see, I guess. Hey, think warm thoughts. I, I want to get the ice off. I want to be all crappie fishing right now. So this is <laughs> killing me. But, uh, you know, hopefully in a week or two, the ice will be out and the fields will be great and we'll just go great guns. But as I always say in the spring, once the snow goes, it's going to rain. So I'll keep moving things and we'll keep doing the best we can. More to come on Wolverines Weekly, including an interview with WDC head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. That's coming up next. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. 
on Wolverines Weekly. It's our first conversation of the season with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff and coach a great season last year and a little bit of a slow start to this year in terms of just getting out onto the field. But uh, kind of give us an update. Where's your team at at this point in the season? Uh, well, we we started off uh, well. We're four and zero. Got two double headers in with some conference opponents in BHV and, and Parker's Prairie, and and um, a lot of a lot of guys replaced from from last year's team. But um, was excited for this year's group of seniors to step into bigger roles. Um, and so far, so good. They've they've jumped right in and, and taken things uh, head on and, and done a good job thus far. And you mentioned that a lot of seniors to replace, a lot of big names. Uh, who are a couple of those guys who are you're expecting, whether it's previous starters to take on a bigger role or some of those younger kids who are starting to get into the lineup? Who are a couple names that come to mind of, uh, you know, we're expecting these guys to have a nice year for us? Well, I think it's our, our seniors as a whole. Um, they're, they, they've always played kind of with the, the kids that graduated last year and now it's their turn to to write their book, and and that means uh, our captains in in Evan Lundy, Connor Davis, and Isaac Common uh, are going to play significant roles um, wherever they're at on the field, uh, which they're they're all versatile players and can bounce around. Um, Brandon Wheeler uh, has done a great job at their base, really stepped up and and taken on that role uh, in his senior year. Um, we got uh, Clyde Magnuson and MJ Lundy, who will see some time in the outfield. Uh, and then also Tyson Bartle is, is a huge part uh, of what makes this team go is, is his ability to, to both pitch and catch. And, and I, I look forward to him having a big offensive year as well. So you mentioned a 4-0 and start to the season. Uh, you guys had to go all the way down to Stewartville to get in uh, that doubleheader against Bertha Hewitt-Verndale. Talk about how that process kind of came to be and just uh, and what it was like uh, getting to play on a field down there. Yeah, well, I think it was meant to be. I, I crossed paths with uh, Dan Simmons, uh, who is a retired teacher from Stewartville that's originally from Wadena. Uh, he had shown me a picture of their field, and, and there was no snow. Um, and at the same time, we had... Um, three feet of snow on the ground here in Wadena. Uh, so we, we threw out the idea of making it happen and going down to Stewartville. And, and uh, he, he was great about um, making it work for us. And, and we set it up and, and then I, I got Norm Gowan in on it and he was able to help uh, take care of the, the umpires and, and travel and all that. So it came together and it was exciting to, to get outside long, long bus ride, but uh, exciting to get outside and, and get down there and play on a field we've never been to and, and bring an opponent with us on the bus and, and go play ball. And so in these first four games, what have you seen out of your team? Kind of what is that early identity or, you know, just what is your early impressions of this year's squad and game action? Well, I've been impressed with their defense defense thus far. Um, first game down in Stewartville was, was a little sluggish, but that was just simply first time outdoors. We went, uh, from practice indoors right to the baseball field. Uh, but since then, we've kind of locked things up defensively, and, and I think we're going to have to have that this year because we may not have the, the pitching that's going to strike out uh, 12, 13, 14 guys in a game, so we're going to have to make a lot more plays. And In our doubleheader against Parker's Prairie, uh, we had zero, zero errors in the 14 innings of baseball, and that's uh, very impressive uh, in April especially. Uh, with cooler temps and, and first time out of the gate. So 
I'm really happy with our defense this far, and I know we got the sticks in the lineup, but uh, defensively was the question mark, and I'm happy with our, our effort so far. And, you know, just like last season, it's been slow to get out onto the field and to get playing in some of these games. Uh, just talk about the, the struggles or maybe just kind of the things you have to work around uh, with uh, the weather sometimes at this point in the season. Yeah, it's it's expected being a, a high school baseball team in Minnesota that we're going to have to deal with this um, most every year. But um, it, it felt like it was so late. But last year we played our first game on April 19th. And we now have four games in by then. So uh, we're actually ahead of last year's pace, which is just kind of surprising. I think last year uh, it didn't seem as late because things were melted off early, but then we got weather as the season got started. So I think we're ahead of pace, and we have a lot of guys that can pitch. So I'm not concerned about four and five games a week because uh, we have the arms and we have guys that are looking for opportunities to, to pitch and if we have four or five games in a week, we'll be ready. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. They got four games in, a fast 4-0 and start for them. Kyle, great to talk with you again, and we look forward to chatting with you all throughout this season. Sounds great. Thanks, CJ. More interviews to come on Wolverines Weekly. Next, we have Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Brooke Umland. She'll join the program next, Wolverines Weekly, KWAD. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking softball with WDC head softball coach Brooke Umland. And, Coach, it's your first year at the helm of the program, so why don't you just introduce everybody. Who are you? How long have you been at Wadena Deer Creek? And uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, I'm Brooke Umland. I am in my second year here at WDC. It's my first year, obviously, as head coach, but I was a junior high coach last season. Um, I coached the Legion team last summer, and I'm a Wadena Deer Creek grad, so it's good to be back home um, taking over the softball program. And how great is that for you? I mean, you used to play on the team, and now you get to coach it back in the community, doing all this stuff. Uh, how rewarding is that? It kind of took my softball career full circle coming back home playing. You know, Coach Jack has really turned the program into something special, and it's a lot different now than when I played, so it's fun to be a part of old WDC softball and new WDC softball. And so talk about that relationship and what it's like with the current players you have now. Have you kind of known them from when you were in high school, or what is that relationship like? Yeah, I actually have a picture of myself and a few of our seniors when I coached them in summer rec. So that's kind of cool, having you know known them when they were six, seven, eight years old, and then having them now as juniors and seniors. It's just really fun, you know, growing up. Obviously, you know, you have like the Dykoffs and stuff like that. And my brother has played hockey with their brothers. And it's just kind of cool knowing them outside of that softball and having known them prior to coming and coaching the team. And that's got to help with credibility and just with the WDC community at large to be from here, have played, and now you're back in the community, you know everybody. Uh, Just how much does that help in terms of being a first-year head coach, knowing that the community's got your back because you're one of them? Yeah, it's been, they've been super supportive ever since I was hired. You know, people have been coming up and congratulating me and saying how excited they are for the, the season. And I think that's not just on the softball side of things. It's just knowing them and having grown up around here and knowing them from when I played and when I went to school here. So it's 
awesome. Our community is so supportive of the softball program in general. And I'm just very grateful and thankful that they're as supportive of, as me. And you've been able to get a few games in on the season despite the snow. Uh, how many games have you gotten in and just what have the results been? Yeah, we're, uh, we've gotten four in. We were supposed to play again today, but the snow got us. Um, we're one and three. That uh, first win came a little bit later than what all of us would have liked. But, you know, we're getting better as, as we go, and we're excited for next week, hopefully getting in three games. And, you know, that's the challenge with this time of year is the, the first time stepping onto the field sometimes is when you're about to play your first game and a lot of indoor practices and parking lots and trying to get everybody back into the swing of real live softball. How has that process been and just what are you guys doing with that? Yeah, our first uh, four or five weeks of the season we were inside and then, as you said, you know, spending time in parking lots, we threw a makeshift field together in the elementary school bus loop. And we were out there for three days, and we only had one day on dirt before we ended up playing our first game against uh, Bertha Hewitt. So, you know, we've just been trying to do as much as we can with the space we have. You know, today practice is going to have to be inside again. We thought we were done with that, but the snow and the weather aren't cooperating with us, and so we're doing whatever we can, wherever we can. And so as you uh, try and work through that and get through to some games eventually, what is the identity of this year's WDC softball team? Kind of what's the makeup of your squad this year? Yeah, we have five seniors who are tremendous leaders on the field and off the field, and they've really kind of taken a lot of those younger girls under their wing. We're definitely a young squad. Um, you know, we have those five seniors, but then we only have two juniors, and we have a ton of underclassmen. And so it's really, really fun to be a part of those younger girls growing and becoming the softball players that they're going to be. But then seeing those seniors take them under their wings and teaching them the ins and outs of, of what softball really is. So we're really grateful for the squad that we have. We have a lot of mature players on our team that can contribute in lots of different ways, both on the field and off the field. Um, and I think the thing that, you know, as a coaching staff, we're most proud of um, our girls are, are the girls that are doing all the things right in the classroom as well, and so we're really happy about that. And, you know, you mentioned that the nice, uh, unique mix of young and old uh, players and trying to, to create a team through that and just uh, kind of taking a step back looking at the softball program as a whole. Uh, just where is that sitting right now? How many girls do you have out? And just where do you think the numbers are sitting, good, bad, otherwise? We are so grateful. We have over 50 girls in our program right now. Our junior high team has upwards of 30 girls. Our JV team has, I think, 17 right now. And our varsity squad is sitting with 13. So our numbers are fantastic, and we're hoping that it will continue growing. Our youth programs are doing really, really well, and we're expected to have two teams at every level this summer. So, yeah, softball in Medina is definitely growing, and it's a, a great thing to be a part of. And last question for you here, Coach. What are your expectations uh, of this season and for your softball team, where do you think the ceiling is for this group? If you come watch our game, you know, at the beginning of next week and come watch us at the end of the season, every day we've grown and we've, we're projecting ourselves, you know, to be one of the top teams in the area. Just we have that heart, we have that determination, and we're wanting to work really, really hard to achieve that. Um, obviously, being a first-year coach, you know, there's a lot riding on how well we do wins and loss-wise, but we've already seen a lot of progress and growth in our team from the beginning of the season to now, and we're excited to see where that takes us towards the end of the year. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Brooke Umland, her first year on the job in a Wadena Deer Creek grad and getting back to help out the program that she grew up playing as well. Uh, coach, we appreciate the time. Congrats on the job, and we look forward to talking with you throughout the next month and change, uh, getting to know your team throughout the season. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's always fun to get to see cool stories like that when coaches who grew up in a school get to come back and not just coach in that program. We get to be the head coach and get to lead it, and it's a lot of fun uh, to get to see that come full circle there with Coach Umland and the softball team. More Wolverines weekly to come. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, head to track and field coach Mark Reynolds is going to preview the season for the boys' and girls' teams, respectively. That's coming up, Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. More Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And Coach, great to be talking with you again as we chat track and field. And, uh, you know, just give us the update. You guys have had a few meets. Uh, I know some indoor. Have you guys been able to get to outdoor? And just where are you sitting at this point in the season? Yeah, um, we, we were able to get uh, four indoor meets in. We were at Bemidji State twice and uh, NDSU twice. Um, so that's a, you know, a way for us to at least get the kids uh, competing, get them on a track, um, and uh, get them in spikes or, you know, what if their field event, um, you know, get them in those situations to be able to do some practice. We use those meets more as practice, um, you know, than focusing on trying to, trying to do well as a team more so. So I, um, you know, we were pretty happy with, with how those things went on both the boys and girls side with, with those indoor meets. Um, we haven't been able to get outside yet. Our meets this week got canceled, but hopefully next week we, are hoping to go go to Perm on Tuesday and then we go to Pilger on Thursday. So hopefully those two meets will go ahead, but who knows with the spring weather that we're getting right now, what will happen. And, you know, with the weather, it's always a a constant battle trying to figure out, uh, even in the springtime, just with rain and with the elements and whatnot, but then adding in the snow and the cold temps. uh, How has that kind of impacted you guys preparing through the first month or so of the season and just kind of what's been, what's practice been like and how have you guys been approaching that? Yeah, you know, the cool, the cool weather definitely uh, makes things a little more difficult. Um, You know, obviously we had a lot, a lot of snow right away. So, um, you know, that took some time before, it, you know, melted, but, um, you know, that's, that's, that's all gone now. Now we just have chilly temperatures. So eventually we'll get to some better weather at some point, but yeah, that the cold weather is tough for, for running. You know, if you're a distance runner, that's, that's, that's okay. Um, but basically every other, Every other athlete, the cold weather, um, whether you're a thrower, sprinter, pole vaulter, is uh, is going to be more of an issue. Um, so, good way to get hurt by doing that stuff outside if it's too cold. So, we got to limit some of those things. We are fortunate to have a. Um, the ability to pole vault inside, so we got a little bit of that in, um, and uh, we can, you know, so we moved our our pits in for pole vault and high jump, and so we were able to get some uh, get some practices in there. Um, we do have everything outside now, now that the snow has melted, but um, yeah, we're 
you know, we're fortunate to have, have those things and we've got the walking track so we can do some things on that. Um, but you know, running on a concrete floor all the time is, can be tough on, tough on kids' bodies. So it's nice that we can get outside and get on the track now. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get some warmer temperatures, you know, in the near future. And with some of these meets you've had inside uh, throughout the season, who who have been uh, or where have those kind of standout performances been? Who's kind of had uh, a couple of meets where you've said I've uh, just been really impressed with them so far this season? You know, on our girls' team, we've we've got really nice balance. Um, you know, we've got good throwers. You know, Ellie Hale and Gracie Arm have 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 done really well for us in the shot put. Um, so that's 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 you know big. Um, you know, in our sprinting area, you know, girls like Layla Sharp or Isabel Larson um, have been um, have been you know key contributors there. You know, our mid distance and distance runners, Britta Sweeney, Amber Collins, Allie Pavic, um, all those girls have been running really really well for us. Noel Spicer is another one. Um, and uh, you know, in our field events, we've got you know girls like Isabel Larson again. Um, you know, she can, she does well in long jump, triple jump, uh, pole vaulting, um, and, uh, Layla Sharp in, in some of those jumps. And so we got a few new kids, some younger, some younger girls that are trying out some, some other events there too. Um, you know, some hurdles, things like that. We have some areas that we, that we needed to, to fill some, fill some holes. So it's, it's fun to see the, the young kids or brand new kids, you know, progressing, um, you know, on our boys' side, we've our distance. You know, Lane Lane Hafes and and Grant Nelson have had 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 some really strong meets and really strong mid-distance and distance running for us. Um, Lear Cog's been jumping jumping well this year. You know, kind of a carryover from last year. He had a really good season. Um, you know, he's also one of our top sprinters as well. So. Um, you know, he can long jump and high jump and, and run sprinting events for us. Um, you know, we've got a few other kids like Tayton Lehman. Um, you know, he's another sprinter and hurdler and kid that can run the 400 for us. Um, Dylan Worth is, is our top thrower um, in the shot put. So we've got some decent balance. we gotta we got to kind of figure some things out. We've got a few injuries already this year on the boys' side, so we gotta we got to get those things figured out and get those kids back before we get to, you know, prime time of the season in mid-May. And, you know, a name you mentioned with the girls track and field was Isabel Larson. She's our Wolverine Player of the Week. You mentioned uh, all the events she's in. You know, in talking with her, she mentioned that long jumping, this is her first year kind of diving into that, and for her to have a, a top 10 finish in the WDC record books already, just what does that talk about her ability and uh, just how important is she for your team? Yeah, you know, she's, uh, you know, one that's always been pretty open-minded about trying, trying new events. Um, you know, she's a, she's an athletic person. So that, that, that helps, um, you know, when it comes to kids abilities to be successful at different things, but, uh, yeah, she's never uh, batted an eye at me when we brought up trying something new. And, uh, last summer she tried a little bit of long jump when we do our, our summer track and field nights. And then, um, this, this winter, she actually went to, a um, kind of an open all comers track meet, they call them, um, you know, their preseason 
and uh, she tried long jumping there. She had her brother Aiden there helping her, helping, helping her out, and um, things went well. And she's just kind of progressively every meet she's jumped so far, she's done a little bit better. And yeah, getting um, you know fifteen nine at this last uh, indoor was 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 big, and getting in the record book is awesome, obviously. So, um, but yeah, she's just super versatile. She's got a good attitude about things, and will do things that you know that we ask and um you know another another new event for her this year's a 400 she she just ran her first couple of 400s on her 4x4 and and she's going to be a a nice asset to to have when you know we when we need different kids in different areas and she's always been super open to that so that's that's big when it comes to you know our team and and just you know shows a lot about you know who the or what the type of person that she is so and last question for you here, just for yourself as a coach and your staff, how great is it to be uh, back in the track and field mindset and getting meets and, and slowly working your way outside, but to be back in the full swing of the season and with all the kids, uh, how great is that? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's fun to just see the kids getting excited over different things, you know, whether it's at meets or at practice, um, different workouts that we do. And, we, you know, we do, I don't, you could call them a time trial, but different, excuse me, or, um, different workouts we might have different things where we you know create sort of leaderboard and stuff and you know kids 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 get excited over that you know and so that's 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 what we're that's what we're trying to do and you know it's a little tougher when when we can't get you know as many meets in you know when it's when it's nice outside but we'll we'll eventually get to that point and and um you know it's just it's fun to see the kids excited and and uh, wanting to be there and showing up every day with some excitement and and um you know we're going to get get into the the heart of the season here the next few weeks and hopefully get some better weather and it'll be uh, it'll be a fun last month of the season we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And, Coach, great to talk with you again for the first time this season, and we look forward to following your team through the next month and change as the track and field season continues. Yeah, thanks for having me on. When Wolverines Weekly returns, we sit down with head boys golf coach Scott Woods, and he'll preview his team's season and, well, see if they'll ever get back out on the course. It's coming up next, Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And coach, glad to talk with you again. Uh, just give us an update on where your team is at. Um, at home in their houses. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think we all know how painful this spring has been had it two years in a row i think is the worst part um you know and we've just we're like anybody else we started inside we got a glimmer of hope and just when we were considering you know maybe going south or something like baseball and softball did uh we were able to sneak on the course and just give it a test it's not open but um you know kevin and joe were really good about just letting us go try it out um so that was a couple days ago when when things were at least better it was cold but um, we got the boys to get a few holes in on the front and the girls in the back and again, just to kind of see what the conditions were like. And the course was coming along, wasn't ready to be open, but enough to, uh, know that there was definitely a glimmer of hope. And then of course this happened and we're standing here staring at a bunch of snow again. So it's kind of where we're at as of now. 
And for this year's team, uh, just kind of what's the makeup of it? How many kids are in boys golf this year? Kind of what's the makeup uh, in terms of upperclassmen, lowerclassmen, junior high? Uh, just kind of where's it sitting from a numbers standpoint? Well, we're similar to last year. I think we, you know, we lost. We had some seniors last year that we lost. Um, you know, that had played for several years. We lost, um, you know, three regulars that that played, uh, you know, all the time and um, gained a couple. Um, so we're similar. We're at about 14 kids, which is okay. You know, it's considering a few years back we went through a dip where we had three or four kids. So it was, it was nice to see it come back here. Um, and that's just the way sports tend to go. You kind of get ups and downs like that. And, um, you know, so so numbers for us, it's not great where we'd like to be, but really it's not bad, you know, considering, um, again, where it's been. So, um, you know, returners that we have, you know, Cole Woods was our number one. He was all-conference last year. Um, you know, he, he'll be ready to go and has been working on his game indoors a little bit. Jagger Pettit was a returner that's coming back um, that was playing regular varsity time. Philip Ross and Chateau Lore were our two other seniors. So Cole and those two are seniors. Um, they played fairly regular last year as well. Um, you know, and then we've got some, some other kids that that will come back and that'll kind of compete in those spots. You know, Nick Wright is a junior. Um, Jackson Brown came out for golf this year, and he's coming along already. He hasn't, you know, got a lot of opportunities to, to show us anything and to improve real quick because we haven't had a lot of time to, to even, you know, see the kids hit in a true environment versus the gym. Um, Bradley Moltz and Broden Vidito are two. Uh, sophomores that have been playing for a while too and they'll be in there trying to compete for some spots and then you know we've got some younger guys um you know trevin kearns you know got a nice swing he's a younger player for us that's a freshman that's got some opportunities to to maybe get into some meets and and then uh you know a crew of young guys all the way down to like seventh grade so um you know we've got a nice mix of kids and um you know without naming every single one of them all the way down to seventh grade it's it's uh it's nice to see and um, hopefully they can all get some opportunities to get outside here soon. Yeah, and you mentioned the weather. Definitely putting a, a damper on things. What has it been like? I know you mentioned you were able to get out a little bit uh, earlier this week, but wh- uh, what have you guys been doing kind of in the week since the season began? What have practices been like? How long have they typically been? What are you guys able to do just kind of given the weather? Well, it's tougher for us. I just, you know, I've been around other sports. I played baseball as a kid. I played tennis as a kid, you know, so I've, you know, I think we're all familiar with each other's sports, and I think golf's the hardest, personally, to do much inside, you know, short of going to a simulator somewhere. Uh, we basically can go in the gym and have one net to hit. Um, we can do a little putting mat. You know, we have the little foam balls we can chip with. They're just not very realistic. You know, it's you can work on basic, you know, I'd always tell kids at the start of the year anyways, really in any sport. Um, you would go over stuff like that, but golf, you definitely just work on the basics, the grip, stance, posture, you know, the things that you can do, fundamental things that you can at least work on, but you know, you can only do that so much in a gym and you, it's pretty easy to lose attention with guys. So typically we go in there like everybody else a couple times a week. And as soon as we get outside, then we're usually done with it. So, you know, like now to go back in after we've been on the range a couple times, where everybody can be out there hitting. You can actually see the ball flight. Uh, It's pretty tough to go back inside. So I don't know if we will unless this extends. But, you know, for the most part, it's about all we can do. And, and again, you you don't see a lot. You can video them a little bit. You know, you can help them with basic swing things. But um, without seeing the ball flight, it's it's kind of tough with this sport. So we don't get a whole lot accomplished. I think that's why it's even more frustrating. Um, 
you know, just being stuck inside. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. Coach, thanks for joining the program. Great to have you back on for the spring, and we'll look to talk to you throughout the season and get to check in on your team. Yeah, sounds good. Hopefully from here on out we can uh, have good things to say with uh, at least some sunshine and warm weather. One more interview to go, and it's with our Wolverine Player of the Week, Isabel Larson, a junior on the track and field team, and she joins Wolverines Weekly next. Time now for our first Wolverine Player of the Week for the spring sports season. We're joined by a junior on the track and field team. It's Isabel Larson. Isabel, how's your season been going so far? I think our season's been going pretty good so far. We've been to four indoor meets and had a good chance to see how we'll be competing in our section and conference this year. In a meet last week, you took home fourth place in the long jump, not only setting a new career best, but also getting eighth all-time best long jump in the WDC record books. How much does that mean to you? Oh, yeah, that is awesome for sure because this is my first year long jumping so I think that I had some pretty high goals being that I'm a triple jumper as well so it's pretty awesome to not only on like third or fourth meet to be able to make it in the record book but also that's the standard for the rest of the season. Isabel how much fun do you have being with your teammates every day? A good vibe at practice I'd say we get along pretty well and we have lots of fun at practice and it just makes it a good experience to be in such a fun sport and working hard with my teammates as well. Isabel good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.